1: It's the dopest show on radio from the press box to press row. I am your host, Donald Ware. We got a whole lot to get to on today's program. As a matter of fact, a little bit later on in the program, we're going to be joined by Prairie View a and head men's basketball coach, Byron Smith, going to join us on the program. The Panthers are hot right now. Winners of their last four ball games, including in SWAC play coming off last week's victory over Texas Southern, 79-73. And so we'll be glad to talk with Byron Smith, the head men's basketball coach at Prairie View A&M. Also joining us today here on From the Press Box to Press Roll, actress Javicia Leslie. You've seen her in Carl Weber's The Family Business. You've also seen her in God Friended Me. Javicia Leslie also going to join us today. Here on from the press box to press for I want to talk some National Football League playoffs today. Also on the program, the the NFC and AFC championship games taking place on Sunday. As a matter of fact, I am seven and one throughout in terms of playoff picks throughout these last couple of weeks. Went four and oh on last week. I was a little bit dicey Uh, to me. It was it was clear to me that the Patriots were going to beat the Chargers coming in. You know, I wanted to kind of go with the Chargers, and the Chargers were hot and all of that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you're talking about a Patriots team that had a bye week and then also was hosting a playoff game where the Patriots have been tremendously successful in the playoffs. And so, I mean, it it sort of was, you know, a deal where, I mean, you know, I wanted to kind of go with the Chargers. I root for um, Phillip Rivers a, a little bit. But, you know, at the end of the day, I had to pick the Patriots. And, I mean, I'll tell you, that last game, the Eagles and the Saints was a pretty good football game. Um, I, you know, I almost made the mistake in the week before when I picked Chicago over the Eagles. It was more of a, a you know, Chicago was a young team. They hadn't been there before. And you're talking about the Eagles as the defending Super Bowl champions. And then you look at the Saints and, you know, I, I just couldn't go against Drew Brees. I mean, I think if you look at the Saints and what the Saints were able or have been able to accomplish this year, I mean, they've been the best team and the more consistent team in the National Football League. And the Eagles almost pulled it out. I mean, it was a really good game, but ultimately I had to go with the Saints, and I ultimately uh, was right for once. Join us, why don't you hear. On From the Press Box to Press Row, hit me up via Twitter at row, B-O-X-T-O, R O W or on Facebook B O X, the number two R O W also on Instagram at B O X T O R O W. Thank you to those listening to us on just wonderful. I mean, wonderful affiliates around the country that carry from the press box to press row. You know, I like to sort of do a name call every now and again, and shout out some of our great affiliates. Um, you know, we've, we, U R K in Tampa is one of our newer affiliates and, um, you know, we've gotten a lot of really good feedback from folks in Tampa and from WURK. So we thank you for carrying from the press box to press room, And, of course, those listening to us there in Tampa on WURK, WGBN in Pittsburgh. Thank you to those listening to us there. Also, our newest affiliate, as a matter of fact, our newest affiliate, Hot 97.9 in Raleigh. Thank you to those that listening to us there um, of course, I mean, we've got our great affiliate in the Triangle area, uh, Buzz Sports Radio. I mean, it's so many affiliates, WNAA um, in Greensboro. Um, you know, you look at uh, Sports Talk uh, Radio there in the Rustin Monroe, Louisiana area, as well as KGRM. So many great affiliates around the country that carry this program. Those that listen to us on Sirius XM channels 141 and 142 and those listening to us around the world at and you know outside of sports I mean you know obviously we like to talk sports here we like to talk entertainment on the program but I mean you got some real life situations going on outside of sports and you know we're at what day 28 day 29 of the government shutdown I mean this is you know when you look at People's lives and we're talking about eight hundred thousand government workers and you're talking about people's lives that are affected, that this is a four week deal where government employees, most government employees have not gotten a paycheck. It's inexcusable. Um, You know, I mean, I'm not going to get into all of the politics. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, I think we know the deal in terms of. You know, the president has shut the government down and you can talk about the negotiations and you can talk about coming to the table and all of those type of things. But the president of the United States has shut the government down over politics, over a over wanting a border wall. It's not a reason to shut the government down. The government should be open and then you can negotiate Those type of things. So, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with the government, the federal government workers. It is an absolute shame. You know, I was once a government worker. I mean, a federal government worker. I worked at the Library of Congress for about seven years. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I have been a a a federal government employee. And I remember when the government shut down back in 1995. Now, albeit for a week nowhere near the amount of time, but I mean, it affects lives. People can't pay their bills. I mean, you, you know, uh, they're unable to pay mortgages, unable to get food. Um, it, it, it is just so disruptive. And the bottom line is, I mean, you could, I mean, it used to be a time when you could count, especially when you were a federal government worker, you could kind of count um, on stability in the federal government you'd get a job you'd move up you'd be you know you'd start maybe as a gs-5 and then you'd kind of move up the ladder, gs-7 gs-9 gs-11 so on and so forth and um i mean i think there's still that stability ultimately although i don't think it was is now where it was some 20 years ago but i mean this is absolutely ridiculous when you're talking about the average american meaning those that you know, go out, work hard, come home, want to provide for their families, um, not rich necessarily. Um, and to for this to be able to, for this that is ongoing and taking place over politics is absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, again, my thoughts and prayers are with those government workers. And I just hope and pray that uh, you'll be back to work real soon. I mean, it, you know, we can we can talk about the fact that, Uh, They'll get their paychecks or once they go back to work um, all of the time that they were off, they'll be paid for that. That's not the point. People have to live right this moment. People got bills right now. People need to put food on their plates right now. People need to have a roof over their heads right now. This is affecting people immensely. And for this to happen is a doggone shame. But again, my thoughts and prayers are with the government workers um so let's talk some national football league here on the program and um you know you have the afc matchup this weekend between the kansas city chiefs of course and the new england patriots you know i mean i i'm going with the chiefs in this football game i like um i i just think it's it's new england's time i don't think the patriots time is necessarily past them but when you're talking about a quarterback, the caliber of Patrick Mahomes, and yeah, he, I mean, he started out like gangbusters and then he became human, if you will. He threw interceptions. He became a regular quarterback, if you will. He made mistakes. But when you're talking about a guy that had 50 touchdown passes and, the, uh, you know, the way that Kansas City played on last week, I mean, they really got it done not necessarily through the air in terms of touchdowns through the air. They got it done on the ground. I mean, I, you know, I, I know this is it's different when you're playing the Patriots. The Patriots are going to come prepared. But I, I'm going to go with the new kids on the block. I'm going to go with the younger football team here. I think that Kansas City has an opportunity and can play defense. I think their defense um, can show up when it needs to show up. And you know I'm I'm not typically going to bet against Tom Brady. I I really actually like the not only Tom Brady, but I like the running game that the Patriots have. But at the end of the day, I and and yeah, I'm going to go younger here. I like where the Chiefs are and Andy Reid has experience also in the playoffs. Yeah, maybe you can look at last year and it didn't go so well and you can, you know, maybe look at the fact that all those years with the Eagles, they only went to one Super Bowl, never won one. But I think this is Kansas City's time. Not necessarily saying they're going to win the 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 big game, but at the end of the day, um, I think it's their time to at least go to the big game. And I have the Chiefs over the Patriots I like the Chiefs over the Patriots uh it's gonna be really really like really really cold really really cold in Kansas City but I like the Chiefs over the Patriots and then in the NFC championship game the Rams and the Saints boy the Saints both teams looked good last week I mean I think the Saints well the Saints looked okay they didn't look good um they were pretty good defensively they did what they needed to do offensively the Rams look pretty good. Boy, I mean, the Rams are really, really able to run that football uh, in the form of Gurley and Anderson. I mean, that's a big-time two-headed monster. Um, you, we, we can talk about maybe some of the struggles towards the latter part of the season that Jared Goff had. But at the end of the day, this is a Rams team that can run the football. When I think about the Saints, you know, I, I'm going with the Rams in this game. I, I You know, the, the, the Saints are very good. They're also a team that can play defense. It's also a team um, that can run the football. Um, and, and Drew Brees is really, really good. Um, but, you know, I think, the, I think in this game, I think the Rams' defense is going to step up a little bit more in this football game. Um, and I think ultimately that the Rams are going to have enough offense. I think this is going to be a low-scoring affair, as a matter of fact. Um, you would think it would be a high-scoring affair, I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair, more of a defensive game. Um, and when I say low-scoring, uh, I don't mean you know 17 to 14. I m- mean more like 24 to 21. So maybe not low-low scoring, but m- midway, somewhere between high-scoring and low-scoring, but on the lower side, 24 to 21. Um, I think that the Saints are ultimately going to defeat, or excuse me, I think the Rams are going to defeat the Saints. Your thoughts? Hit me up via Twitter at @BoxTaro. B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W, or on Facebook, B-O-X, the number two, R-O-W. Real quickly before I hit this break, Daryl Johnson, who was the Box to Row Willie Davis National Defensive Player of the Year, the defensive end for North Carolina AT, is declaring for the National Football League draft. He's leaving a year early. It's not something that we ultimately see. At the HBCU or small school level and a bit of a surprise when I heard about it. But I mean, he feels like he's ready. It's a, uh, you know, just reading the uh, Greensboro News and Record, the paper locally there in Greensboro. Um, He signed with an agent. He took a lot of time to make this decision and he's got a lot of intangibles. He's a a taller kid, thinner, but he can grow into his frame and had the numbers to prove it. So good luck to Daryl Johnson. Up next here on From the Press Box, to press row actress Javicia Leslie.
2: Mommy, where are we going? To the grocery store, honey. Oh, goody, Mommy. Can we buy an original bag of Marjorie's Beef Jerky? Of what? An original bag of Marjorie's beef jerky. It's really good, Mommy. Dad let me try some, and I couldn't help myself, and I ate it all, and I was hoping that you could, like, help me replace it before he comes home from work. Why would you eat all of Dad's beef jerky? Mommy, I couldn't help myself. Marjorie's beef jerky is so good, and Daddy says it's good for you. Well, it sounds like we had better buy two bags to avoid this from happening again. Thanks, Mom. Marjorie's Beef Jerky, the best beef jerky on the
1: planet. You can also purchase Marjorie's Beef Jerky online at Marjorie'sBeefJerky.com. That's Marjorie'sBeefJerky.com or call them toll free 844-340-7613. Marjorie's Beef Jerky, the best beef jerky on the planet.
0: You're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row.
1: to come, Purdue a and Head Men's Basketball coach Byron Smith. Let's continue here on from the press box to press row and of course uh, you can check out The program, God Friended Me. And one of the stars of the program is my next guest, as a matter of fact. And she's got some other projects going on. We'll talk more with her about those. She is Javicia Leslie. She joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Road. Javicia, Happy New Year and welcome to the program.
2: Happy New Year. Thank you for
1: having me. Absolutely. Glad to have you. So I got to ask you this. I know you grew up in the Washington area as uh, did i uh what, what are some of the fond memories you have in terms of growing up in washington
2: um I, first of all crab cake <laughs>
1: yeah there you go
2: <laughs> uh, yes so crab cake, seafood in general old day uh, to uh being able to to go to dc and it's only 10 or 15 minutes away and seeing things like the white house stuff that people would actually come and travel in town to see we grew up around um, the football games, redskins, even though they're not that good, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's what I think about when I think of like my childhood in Maryland. It was great food and and d c
1: you know <laughs> yeah, so i mean do you do you still i guess you still keep up with the skins, right?
2: No, I don't really watch football
1: okay, okay, yeah, yeah. well, you're right there then i mean you know, I think this year was. Just more of a disappointment. I think I, I try not to make excuses for them, but I mean, quite frankly, I think the injuries were the deal. But I mean, heck, they hadn't they hadn't been good uh, really consistently for quite some time.
2: Yeah, but they're never as good as we need them to be it <laughs> to be our nation's capital football team. You know?
1: I- yeah i know right do are you did you keep up with the Wizards? were you a wizards fan or are you a wizards fan oh man they're not
2: that good either <laughs> well no <laughs> actually um my mom is from la so i was raised as a lakers fan
1: ah yeah okay that's good i i mean, I, I, was, yeah. I, one to, I once upon a time you know when they had magic and kareem and worthy and all, and 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 the bullets at the time were so bad that you had to have another team Yeah,
2: but you know what? I don't ever switch teams based off of the players and how good they are and things like that. So I've been a Lakers fan when they were at their lowest and when they were at their highest.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Javicia Leslie joins me here on From the Press Box to Press Row, of course. One of the stars of the TV series God friended me. So, talk about your role. And I've had a chance to see it a couple of times. I'm, I, I must admit. Matter of fact, I watched it. Um, you know, this past Sunday, a little bit of it. Although the parts I was watching, I didn't. I didn't see you, unfortunately. But you know, talk to us a little bit. I think you play the role of Ali, and and and, and uh, just talk to us a little bit about that role in God friended me.
2: Yeah. So I play Ali finer Ali finer is the sister of the lead, uh, Miles Feiner. Miles finer is this young atheist who loses his faith in God when something dramatic happens in our lives. Um, and we were raised, I guess the the tricky part is we're raised in the church. Our father, who's played by Joe Morton, um, is a reverend. And so there's this huge risk between my brother and my father, um, him as an atheist and my dad as a reverend. And I'm always kind of like that glue, keeping our family together. Um, but then doing that, I feel like that is my job for everyone. It just so happens that, like, I graduated from college and I went to get my doctorate in psychology. So I'm kind of like the resident psychologist. When you come over, you kind of need advice. And just I help to lightly guide people on their journeys of where they need to be. Um, but I'm kind of going through my own thing. You know, I have a lot going on right now. I'm running a bar. I'm I'm going for my doctorate. My relationship is a hot mess. Um, I, I'm trying to build my career, you know, my family going in and out of it, like always having to kinda of give myself to them. I'm running on fumes. And you're gonna see over the next few episodes of Allie kinda of trying to find herself and get herself back together after like a really, really devastating breakup
1: yeah no question so is this i mean did did the the producers of God friended me tab you for this? Did you have to audition for it? How did it come about?
2: yeah no, I auditioned for it we all i think yeah, we all pretty much auditioned for our roles so it was a it was a regular day during pilot season, and um I got my my sides and your sides are basically the scenes that you're going to present in front of the 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 producers and and casting director and people like that. So we all get our sides. I studied my behind off, and I had to go through, I think, five or six auditions, and then I finally got it.
1: Absolutely. That is awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And, of course, you can check Javisi out each Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on cbs god me she plays the role of ali she joins us here on from the press box to press row sort of i guess simultaneously you're also playing another role in carl weber's the family uh which is on bet so talk to us a little bit about that as well
2: yeah so the family business comes from a new york times bestseller book our book series uh which is written by carl weber and we originally were shooting it as a movie, and then um, earlier this year, or earlier last year, around the summertime, we found out that it is getting switched, more so like the fall, we found out. Uh, it was getting switched and turned into a television series. So then, you know, it got got hectic. I had to shoot two series at the same time. <laughs> so the times that I wasn't shooting Godfriend and Me in New York, I would be shooting Family Business in L.A. Um, and it was cool. It was so much fun. Uh, Family Business is a series about a black mafia type of family. Ernie Hudson, who is our father, um, is kind of like the king, like the king. I'm sorry. You know, I live in New York.
1: So. It's all good. <laughs> it's okay. It's live radio. Um,
2: yeah. So Ernie Hudson kind of like the king of our family, but also he runs, he, he everyone in the, in, in, in the city knows who he is. You know, everyone in the world that is a part of that business, that underground drug business knows who he is and that he is not one to be played with. We cover up our major drug, um, our drug cartel with, a, with a, a car dealership called Duncan Motors. So to the naked eye, just look at a car dealership, but behind the scenes, it's like major, major, major drugs and stuff like that happening and being, being, being distributed, things like that. My character is Paris Duncan. I'm the youngest of the Duncans. I'm the youngest daughter, and I'm just a hot mess. You know, I kind of grew up in a like a family of black royalty when it comes to New York City, and um I've never heard no. And if you try to tell me no, I don't take no for an answer. Um, I get what I want, and if I you don't give it to me, I'm going to take it. Um, but I love my family with all of my heart and I will fight and die for my family. And that's, that's Paris all the way. Um, and it's, just, it's fun to play her because you know, she, she comes across very bratty at times, but when you really kind of take the time to look, look at her and look deep into what she's going through, she's just like this young little girl that, that has to grow up quickly because of the, the, the what's going on in her family. You know?
1: No, absolutely. I mean, that is absolutely awesome. And of course you can check, Javicia out and Carl Weber's The Family Business. That's on Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern on BET as Javicia Leslie joins us here on from the press box to press Raw. I think it's absolutely awesome because we talked about God friend, and Me. You talked a little bit about the cast, but when you look at Carl Weber's uh, The Family Business, Tammy Roman, you mentioned Ernie Hudson. Darian Henson, Valerie Petterford, Michael Jai White, Miguel Nunez. That is an awesome cast. What is it like working with that cast?
2: It's so much fun. I mean, we I have so much fun with them. We all have a group chat, and like, they're probably sending messages now. We're constantly in communication with each other. We're really a family. I think that when we did this, we didn't understand what the impact was going to be. We didn't understand what cult following this this book series already has so we're this this is it. you know what I mean like I'm Paris like no one else could ever be Paris and no one else can ever be be London and no one else can ever be Carlos or Miguel like no one could be any of these roles except for these people because this this is it and I think that to know that that's that's what it is there's so much excitement to know where we can go from this point on like Really, decides the, the limit with this series, and it's so much fun. I mean, Valerie, she's just, she's like, you know, Hollywood royalty when it comes to performing. She's a Bob Fosse girl, and she's just, she's so talented. Watching her scenes is just like you're just watching an actor at its at its at its best. And Ernie is just so much fun to to play with in in, in scenes. Like he's such, he's so funny, and I don't know if people know that. So, like, as soon as the camera stops rolling, Ernie's going to make the joke. Uh, and then you got Tammy. Tammy's like my big sister for real. And Darren's like a big brother to me. And Miguel Munez, oh, my gosh. He will never stop with the joke. <laughs> so, it's just so much fun. We have a great time with each other. Um, we have a great time filming. And we love watching the world react to these stories.
1: Actress Javicia Leslie joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Hold the line for me one second, Javicia. More with Javicia Leslie after this small pause for the cause. This is From the Press Box to Press Row. You see her in Carl Weber's The Family Business. You also see her in God Friended Me. She's actress. Javicia Leslie, and she joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. You know, it's interesting, the dynamic between the two roles you play in these two TV programs, Ali, and then, of course, Paris. I mean, two opposite ends um, of the spectrum. Can you kind of speak to that, but more specifically, uh, two things, being able to balance um, when you had to film both and then both of these uh, characters being at opposite ends of the spectrum.
2: Um, I think it's fun. That's the point. That's the beauty of being an actor is that I can't. I don't have to be boxed into playing one thing. And the fact that at the set that on Sunday you get to watch you play one totally end of the spectrum, and then on Tuesday you get to watch you play the the total opposite end of the spectrum. It's just to me like that's the point of it all, right? And you know when I was shooting it, it felt like a lot at first. But after a while, after a while, I started to really look at it like this is this is this is gold, you know. When I a year before this, this is what I was praying for. I was praying to have an abundance. I was praying to have to be at a point where I have to say, Nah, I'm good. I can't take anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I'm not at that point yet, so they can keep coming. But <laughs> but it was it was it was so much fun to fly back and forth. You know, I would shoot three days in New York and then be on the plane the night that I shot in New York so that I could be on set early the next morning. And so it's just, it's, it's, it's a joy. It's fun. It's all of my dreams come true. I love that the characters are opposite. I love that. I, I have to like try all these different fun things to just push my talent and push my creativity.
1: Wow. That the voice of course of actress Javicia Leslie, she joins us here on the program so javisa what sort of i mean you y- you have both of these projects what other projects are you working on currently or what's next for you well
2: that was a lot so I really couldn't just <laughs> i'm really not trying to something. give you
1: i'm not trying to give you too much <laughs> javisa you know
2: right that was a lot and then i'm still shooting family i'm still shooting god me until mid-march so um as of now i'm probably going to finish that out and then we're going to start going into films. and so you know there, there's a few projects that I'm looking at that I'm super excited about, but it would really be based off of time because for filming films, they can't, they're not, they can't be as flexible as filming TV shows. Like, Family Business is very flexible with me because of, because Doc Sending Me technically has their, their first. Um, so Family Business was okay with being second and they kind of worked around my schedule, but I can't go into a film like that. I need to be able to give a film like my my free time, you know, all of my time. So I probably won't go into another project until towards the end of March.
1: Yeah. No, sounds good. So how how did you get into acting? Out now, I believe I was reading your first project was what Killer Coach, and that was a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, that I mean it wasn't my first project ever, but yeah, it was one of my first, I guess, bigger like television projects.
1: Yeah, and so how did you get into? I mean, is this something in terms of acting and? being on TV shows and being in film, et cetera, Hollywood, is that something you've always wanted to do?
2: Yeah, always. Always. Means- so, I mean, I just, I, I, when I graduated from Tampa university, I went back to DC and I worked for few years and then I was like, no, this isn't what I want to do. My heart is telling me I want to act. So I moved to LA and I got into classes and I just continued to study my craft and I auditioned every time I had an opportunity. And, and then when I, didn't make it I found I I studied the reasons why I felt like I could have done better and then I went and I set. I I I worked on whatever I felt like I needed to work on and I took another stab and I just kept doing that for six years and you know it doesn't it's not an overnight situation um you just kind of have to continue to to work hard at what your specific goal is and my goal is to be an amazing, authentic actor. And so even to this day, while still studying, while still working on these projects, I'm constantly studying. I'm constantly finding ways to push myself, push my creativity, and push my comfort zone. So <laughs> that's kind of what that was. Um, the, uh, Killer Coach was like a lifetime film that was so much fun. You know, I play a, 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 a slim student who is being stalked by her slim coach. <laughs> 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 um, and just... It, So, you know, Lifetime movies.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, those Lifetime movies are great. Listen, you know, sometimes with my wife and and then be honest with you, sometimes on my own, like especially during the holidays more recently, like those Lifetime, those Lifetime movies, they are like really, really good.
2: They really are. You could sit down in your living room and watch them back to back to back.
1: No doubt. So, no, it's interesting. You're Okay. So we do a lot. You probably don't know this, but we do a lot with HBCUs on this program. I'm a Morgan graduate. You mentioned going that you went to Hampton, which I didn't know. I'm glad you mentioned that. So what made you choose that HU over the hometown HU? Uh, Because
2: I wanted to be further from home. <laughs> but I knew that three and a half hours, my mom would at least have to tell me she was going
1: away. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Pop up. No, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: I said she couldn't just pop up.
1: Right. I'm. I'm. I, I totally get it. Lastly, so t- tell us how it's great. I'm glad to know that you went to Hampton. How did Hampton University prepare you for you know the success that you're now having?
2: Um, I think that what's important that you learned from Hampton is really like connections with people. Um, and the power of connections with people. You, you know, and to all people that are, like, sitting in college right now and they're sitting at their desk, the person behind you, the person beside you, the person in front of you, they're going to be a CEO of some kind of company one day. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to be the casting director or they're going to be the director or they're going to be the producer or they're going to be someone that you're going to talk past with. So you keep those connections and you make sure that you're kind to everybody that you talk past with. When I was in L.A., I got a meeting, uh, a general meeting with Robbie Reed, who's the main casting director of VET and she knew me because her daughter was a handsome. Wow. So it's just like, it's that simple. Like, it's mm-hmm. that simple. You What college is, it's another networking opportunity for you, for all, for everyone that's there, to really be able to take things to another level. Like, that's, that's what this world is built on. It's built on connections, and it's built on, I'm, I'd rather hire someone that Went to the same school as me, then hire someone that I don't know whatsoever, you know, because at least now I know that they have some type of we share some value that might be the same because we both went to the same university for four years that taught us the same thing. So you, you kind of have to make sure that you, you value that and don't don't dismiss that. And that's something I really learned.
1: Awesome. Check out Javisia Leslie each and every Sunday on the hit program, God Friended Me, eight, uh, 8 Eastern and Pacific on CBS. Then also on Tuesdays, check her out on Carl Weber's The Family Business, 9 Eastern and Pacific on BET. As Javicia Leslie joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Javicia, we appreciate the time. Continued success in all you do. Thank you so much. Hampton graduate, Redskins fan, what more can you ask for? Javicia Leslie, a star on the rise, joining us here on from the press box to press for a game. Check her out on God Friended Me, also on Carl Weber's The Family Business. So we look forward to seeing Javicia in more projects in the future. Let's continue here on from the press box to press row. The Prairie View A&M Panther basketball team is three and zero in swag play. As a matter of fact, they've won their the last four ball games and in his third season as the head men's basketball coach of PB is Byron Smith the Panthers are going to host Jackson State on Saturday as coach Smith joins us here on from the press box to press row coach Smith welcome to the program
3: thank you for
1: having me a- absolutely you guys are are on a four game winning streak but i want to start here i want to talk about the win over Texas Southern this is a team that has beaten some giant teams throughout the course uh, of this season Your thoughts on that victory over Texas Southern this past Saturday? Um,
3: You know, obviously, any win is is good to have, you know, when you're trying to grow your program and, and, you know, establish your culture. Um, It was the most important game to us because it was the next game on the schedule. But to uh, Prairie View Nation and TSU Nation, you know, it takes on a whole other level of significance. So, uh, for that end, yeah, we're glad that our you know fans and alums and student body you had a chance to come out and experience it and, and see yeah. us get you know uh, a big win on our schedule, a uh, big rival. Uh, you know, but obviously to us, we, we, we're just trying to go out every night against everyone that we uh, compete against. Every game knows it's a big game, but, uh, but we're excited about it. Um, very good basketball team, as you said, and some, some big time non-conference wins. And, uh, you know, obviously they're kind of clearing the top of the swat. And, uh, so it was, it was really good for us to, to go out and defeat those guys.
1: And of course, you led throughout the most of the first. You led throughout most of the game, especially in the first half. But I mean, I, I know you knew that they were going to make eventually make a run in the second half. They did, but you made a run of your own—a 10-to-1 run over about a two-minute period—and and, and pretty—I'm not going to say sealed the game, but pretty much you had control of the game at that point. Talk about that run and how big that was at that point in the game.
3: Uh, you know, I think it was a couple of times, you know, we kinda you know, kinda lost a bit of momentum. I think we really lost it at the end of the first half. And I think we came out, um, you know, obviously and tried to reestablish ourselves in the in the second half. But uh I think the particular run that you're talking about, it was uh I think it all started with our defense. uh you know, they, they kinda got it going a little bit and they've got very good players, make no mistake about it, very good players. Uh, but I think it kind of started with our defense and, uh, um, I think we kind of got back to kind of sharing the basketball and, uh, you know, not really caring, you know, who, uh, you know, was the hot guy or who was going to score. I, did, I just think it was just a total team effort. But, you know, I, I would be, uh, I would be wrong if I didn't say that defense always kind of gets us going. You know, we pride ourselves on playing a really good solid defense.
1: Um and,
3: and that's what we had to do to be able to, uh, you know, offset some very, very good experienced offensive player that texas southern
1: had what's been the difference i mean it's it's a tough thing i mean i think you played you know you played some tough teams a lot of non-conference games um when you lost those 11 straight games and uh but i I think you were in most of those games you were in most of those games so sort of outside of maybe the competition what's been the difference in these last four ball games for your club
3: well, I think, you know, I, 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 tip my head to my team and the fact that, you know, like you said, we were, uh, you know, losing, you know, quite a few games, but you know, they, they, they kept a, a, positive attitude and, and they came in and they practiced every day as if we, you know, were on a, a eight, nine, ten game winning streak. You just couldn't tell, uh, just by the attitude, by the effort and your focus and their concentration, and their commitment to getting better. You just couldn't tell, uh, that, that we were on a, a long losing streak. Uh, they just held it together and they, they, they fought and, uh, you know, they, 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 just stayed, they stayed positive and they just worked hard each and every day. And we knew, uh, we, we felt alone that we had a, a pretty good basketball team and, and, we were going to play good basketball and be a really good team. We just didn't know when that was going to happen, but, uh, just their attitude and their focus never changed, never wavered. Um, and so what we're doing right now, you know, we, we, we envisioned, you know, us being able to string along some wins and be really
1: strong in the conference. Let's take a break, come back more with Prairie View AM head men's basketball coach Tyron Smith.
0: The radio program that's talking sports from New York City to Cali and globally on the World Wide Web. From the press box to press row continues after this. It's Donald Ware. From the press box to press row.
1: Welcome back to From the Press Box to Press Row, continuing the conversation with Prairie View A&M Head Men's basketball coach Byron Smith as he joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. The Panthers are three and zero in swag play. They've won four straight games. Going to host Jackson State uh, on Saturday. Um, let me can I take you back a couple of years ago when you took over a, as the interim. Uh, head coach, kind of talk about what that season um, w- was sort of like having to take over the program.
3: Um, well, it was a blessing, uh, you know, for me to have an opportunity to do it. But it was extremely difficult. I think we, at that time when it took over won one game. And, uh, you know, just the, the morale really wasn't, you know, um, what, I, what I thought it needed to be. Obviously when we lose, there's nothing exciting about that. Uh, but it, it, it was difficult. But, you know, the, the group that we had was a great group, and they really made uh, me taking over and becoming the, 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 the leader. They, were, they made it very, very easy for me because they, they were just – they had no place to go up. Like I said, one in one game, confidence was down, morale was down. So they just got tired of that. They, they just totally bought it into what I was preaching, teaching, and selling. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, you, know, so you can only go up. So we were able to – they had a big win over Texas Southern. That was my first win, and uh, they were be grambling after that. So we were able to string along some wins and, and kind of build some confidence, and they started believing in themselves. And uh, It ended up being a, a really solid season. I think we ended up going six 6-6, six, and then went 500, uh, which was much better than what we were when we took over the foreground. But uh, just a great group of seniors that we had, and just uh, they totally bought into what, what we were doing, and uh, it, it ended up being a really solid season for us.
1: I know it's a great rivalry I, I, I mean, I know, really know about the football rivalry from the, uh, of course, the Labor Day Classic. But, I mean, obviously, any time PV and Texas Southern get together, it's going to be a good rivalry. So, it must be something you like about Texas Southern because, <laughs> I mean, you mentioned that a couple of years ago and then this big win a couple of days, or uh, Saturday, against the Tigers. Well, I mean,
3: you know, I went to the University of Houston, you know, which is located right across the street from Texas Southern. So, I'm kind of a third-war guy, so I've got a lot of friends and and, um, you know, followers over in that area. So uh, I, I, I enjoy, uh, you know, competing against those guys. And, you know, whenever you're the best team, right the best team,
1: you're in, you're out in the
3: you know, um, you just really get excited. You know, I want to be the best. I want our program to be the best. Like I was saying, um, you know, to be the best, you got to meet the best. And they have been, uh, deservedly so. Uh, they've gotten a lot of attention. And, um, you know, they're just very consistent. Coach you know, Davis is no longer there really has built this program and uh put them on the map, uh, if you will. they one of the really solid mid-major programs in the country that you don't hear a lot about, you know what I mean? So he's done a great job. And uh, Jones has picked it up kind of past the time to him, and he's kind of, really, like I said, really good non uh really solid wins over A&M and, and Baylor and Oregon. Um, but, you know, I will forever to be there. So in order for us to do that, we've got to go against the very best in our conference, and then we've got to meet them. So we did that the first time, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll get more wins uh, coming up and we'll play them the here in about a month. Uh, maybe we'll be doing what we get on Saturday night.
1: Byron Smith is the head men's basketball coach at Prairie View A&M in his third season. He joins us here on the program. Can you speak to the play of Gary Blackston? Uh, I mean, when you look at the numbers, you know, this is a young man averaging 15.6 points per game. He's really stepped it up in SWAC play, particularly in the rebounding department, where he's averaging 10.7 rebounds uh, per game. Talk about him and, uh, and his play. And, I mean, he's just one of the better players in the SWAC. He is, and I'm really
3: proud of Jerry. I just had a conversation with him today. Uh, uh, but Jerry was a big-time scorer uh, last year. He let, let the league score and, um, that's really what he kind of hung his hat on, but he's really matured as a basketball player. And this year, uh, teams are really, you know, obviously he's the top guy on this calendar report and they beat Texas 7. Everyone feels like he got neutralized, neutralize Gary Blackston. Uh, and, and he's, he's faced some tough coverages, uh, some double teams and some switching defenses and just some gimmick defenses trying to offset him. Uh, so he hasn't scored, uh, the 19 or 20 points I think that he averaged last year in, in, in conference play uh but he hasn't, you know, let that affect, you know, his commitment to being the best basketball player, you know, uh, in the league. Um, and I think that's where you see the increase in rebounding. I mean I'm really proud of him that he's become a big time rebounder from the large spot. I and mean, if you can get your guard to be your best rebounder, I think that says something about his commitment to being a, a an all around player. So I'm really proud of him. Uh, don't get it wrong, we definitely have to score. If he can get back up to 18, 19, we'd we love that. <laughs> but if it's 15 or 16, and he can be around that 8, nine, ten rebound a night. I mean, that's going to give us a chance to be really, really good moving forward in conference play.
1: Of course, your game on Saturday is at home against Jackson State. What are some of the concerns you have about the Tigers?
3: They're always tough. Well, Coach Wayne Brent does a great job. They're always one of the better uh defensive units uh in the conference. I think they're number one right now in defensive efficiency and scoring. So they will be very tough. They, they 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 just pride themselves on playing tough defense. They don't have uh you know the, the greatest of talent I think individually in terms of scoring offense, but they always play hard, they play smart, they play together. Just some tough guys to bring every night and I think they're just a um yeah, I think it's a, it's a testament to Wayne that every year that right there at the top defensively. So uh, we we'll, we'll have our hands for They're very physical, and they read the ball really well. So we we'll have our hands for Every night, the swag will be tough, be difficult. We won't have any off nights. Uh, and Jackson will be a very formal opponent, you know, that we have to be prepared for.
1: And then finally, Coach Smith, and we appreciate the time in your two-and-a-half seasons um now uh really the third season but two and a half seasons as the head men's basketball coach at Prairie View a what are you learning about yourself as a head coach
3: uh I'm learning that it was a lot easier when I was an assistant
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: first and foremost uh I, I'm just learning that you know what um I, I I tell people all the time you know I i learned that I'm not really an offensive coach no I'm not really a defensive coach but I'm just an effort coach you know and I think I I uh, really pride myself on getting guys to play harder than what they think they can play. I think if you watch Ferguson, I think that's the one thing that you'll see. You know, without the greatest shooting team, without the most size, uh, you know, I don't think we do anything great other than we just play with unbelievable effort. I think every night that we play, I think we're, we're the hardest playing team of the two against everyone that we face this year. And we're going to continue to be that way and, and try to make that our signature. Uh, but I've got a long way to go, long way to go uh, as a coach to improve in a lot of areas, uh, learning more about the game, and we we, you know, we never stop improving uh, if we want to be the best. So I've got a long way to go improving a lot of areas. But um, you never know as much as you think. But uh, again, I I've learned that uh, about myself that if I continue to push guys and if I continue to make that our signature, I think we've got a chance to be successful. I, and I'll get I'll get better With more experience. As a head coach, I would prove, but,
0: uh, you know, like I got a long
3: way to go, but I've got a willing spirit. Uh, I always have my eyes and my ears open to learn and get more, uh, you know, get to get more, uh, information to be a better coach. Um, but, but, and I, I will do that. And, and I tell my players all the time, if you allow us to commit to coach you, you allow us to coach you, help you become a better player and they can turn, you have know, maybe become a better coach. Uh, you know, by, by having a good attitude and a willing spirit. Uh, to believe in, you know, what, what, what I'm preaching and teaching, but, uh, but I like get a long way to go, but, uh, I think I'll get there, and, uh, I think right
1: now, I think we're
3: in a, a solid position, uh, in where we are, but but we want more. You know, we're not satisfied with just being 3 you 0, know, we want more, and, uh, we're gonna strive for that.
1: Prairie and A&M, 3 and 0 in swag play, winners of its last four ball games going to host Jackson state on Saturday in his third season as the head men's basketball coach of the Panthers is Byron Smith. He joins us here on from the press box to press row coach Smith. We appreciate the time continued success to you and the Panthers.
3: Thank you Donald for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: Prairie View and M playing some good basketball right now. And it's a really big win over Texas Southern who had some really big wins early on in the season over Baylor over Oregon and over Texas A&M. It's always going to be different in conference play and that's a really big win. And I really like the play of Gary Blackston and you know he as uh, coach Smith mentioned he sort of his role has evolved a little bit more. He's he's becoming more of a rebounder, plays bigger for this team, but this is a guy that really really can get it done, so it should be a good test for Prairie View A&M against Jackson state before we get out of here on from the press box to press row of course it is martin luther king jr birthday weekend and we celebrate the life and times of dr martin luther king jr and all that uh he was able to accomplish in his very very short life and uh of course uh, dr king a morehouse graduate and Hopefully you'll be able to celebrate some way this weekend. As a matter of fact, maybe on Monday you'll have an opportunity to go out and serve in your community and do something for someone else. Go out and volunteer um, at a nonprofit if you can, because what uh, what Dr. Martin Luther King meant uh, not only to black folks, but to society as a whole, his importance his role, uh, big time role in the civil rights movement uh, for justice and not only for uh, civil rights and and, and not uh, to have discrimination because of the color of your skin, but also uh, in social issues uh, as well. A lot of social issues like the Vietnam War and the poor people's campaign. So do some research. It, it, you know, a lot of times PBS will, will run a special Uh, On his day or maybe sometime over the weekend, I know a lot of us know um, about Dr. Martin Luther King and and what he was able to accomplish, but maybe there's some things that you don't know. So let's celebrate this weekend. uh, Go out and learn a little bit more and then go out and help someone else. Got to get ready to get out of here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Thank you to Javicia Leslie for joining us on the program and to Prairie View A&M Head Men's Basketball Coach Byron Smith for joining us on the program. Got a lot of good stuff at BoxToRow.com. Log on to our website. We've done a piece on Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is a South Carolina State graduate. He is the Vice President for Media Relations of the Kansas City Chiefs, so uh, did a nice piece. Roscoe Nance did a piece for us, so check that out on our website at BoxToRow.com. Also, Virginia Union guard Sharika McNeil and Hampton guard Jermaine Morrow, named BoxToRow National Players of the Week. Check more out about them on our website at BoxToRow.com. And always remember to support those that support you. Yo, from the press box to press row is presented by DW communication yeah.